0: hello all and welcome to the second episode of vintage inspiration so to your surprise we have invited a guest today for us on call to introduce about uh, their inspiring life stories to you all so that you can have a, a glimpse at it so basically before i invite the guest to the call i think he's having technical issue to join so uh, while he's joining i'll just give a short introduction of what's going to be the topic for today so since we have to start off the episode right now uh, like instead of going on jumping directly into the scientific grounds we thought we can give a short introduction towards the common ground fields and then move slowly to the scientific fields as well so um for the next three weeks or four weeks it's going to be fully on the common ground topics and then later on like depending upon your feedbacks and comments we'll be moving on with the scientific fields as well so you know like in everyone's part recycling has become one of the important aspects right i mean whatever we use we try to or we have to make sure that we recycle the things to this maximum so that it can be used like readily the next time right so recycling though it's not prevalent everywhere or though we like you know we think a lot for recycling we don't have time to recycle and all but still one of the good habits to follow actually because it's directly related with the ecosystem and it directly helps to actually you know promote ecosystemability sustainability in the world So today, we're going to be having our Entrepreneur of the Year Award holder, Binish Desai. So you can check out his profile in the LinkedIn. He's known for the Best Entrepreneur of the Year 2019. He has got several awards and several fames. So you can go check out his profile on the LinkedIn so that you'll get more information about him. So today, we're having him with us to give a short introduction about his life and then how and then we're going to be having the Q&A session also. So basically, we conducted a survey last month with him and then we got several questions from the listeners of all over the World. So we'll be asking your questions to him and he's going to answer to your questions, right? So in the first half, we'll be having the general introduction and talk with him. And in the second half, we'll be going with the Q&A session of whatever you have asked so far that will be answered by him directly on live so he has not joined the call yet so before that basically vintage inspiration actually has two split ups one is the general series and the one is the impact series so in general series we'll be talking about the general influences or i'll be talking about the general topics and all but in the impact series we'll be uh, inviting the guests to talk so basically today is the impact series coming under vintage Inspiration coming on MITW's radio series. So, yeah, I think he's joining the call. So let's have a talk with him. Hope you enjoyed this session. And if you have any queries, or if you want to contact him for any queries, you can always follow with it, Inspiration and Quora and we'll get his replies to you as soon as possible. So he's joining the call. Hello. Hello, sir.
1: Hi. Hi. Well, it's a great honor to have you here with us.
2: Thank you,
1: Sameer. Looking forward. Um, me too. Um, hi, guys. Uh, welcome, everyone. I know you guys have been following the Impact Series uh, all along and I'm pretty sure you would have learned a lot about sustainability and what these amazing people are actually doing all about the sustainability and making it actually happen. Now, I really want to mention about the speaker we have right here and it's really, really awesome what he does. He's actually... You know, no introductions. let me just say this. He's called, drum roll please, India. Come on guys, you should know that. So let me tell you more about him. He's a social entrepreneur and he's been working on uh, industrial waste recycling and management. And um, he's, you know, the most amazing thing to me about him is that uh, he started this at the age of 11. And we are still there, we are still trying to learn about sustainability and he started it at the age of levels, uh, at like home based and uh, experiments and he is right now, he currently has 150, more than 150 eco products uh, under the eco electric technology banners in India and he has been, uh, 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 he has been, uh, he has come under Forbes 30 under 30 Asia in Asia And uh, he's also uh, known for the Rotary International Alumni Humanitarian of the year. And more than that, uh, I think you should really watch all of his TED Talks. I mean, I was really, really moved and really inspired as to um, what am I actually doing? I'm just existing on Earth. That's all I'm doing. And here we have um, uh, Vinesh Desai, sir, who has been doing amazing things. And I'm just going to go over and say, welcome, sir. Welcome to our Impact Series. We're very, very honored to have you here. you.
2: Thank you so much, that was, that was some cool introduction, that's, that's, uh, that's something interesting.
1: <laughs> that's probably because I, my mind is literally blown right now, I really don't have words. Um, <laughs> we've been uh, tackling these impact series uh, and we've been trying to spread a lot of awareness you know, and thoughts on sustainability of, and how cool it actually is to say, you know, I'm, I'm a very sustainable person, I don't have Earth that's who I am and we want to spread that news around and uh, people like you who have been coming on this Impact series have actually inspired us more that we want to keep doing this we actually want to contribute and we're looking for a lot of collaborations like right now and we're really really happy to have you and like for you to just share even a few pointers and few inspiring stories for us. I'm pretty sure people here would be convinced on sustainability. And that's all we want. There's nothing more.
2: I I think absolutely the we, the youth, are actually the players of our society, yeah. you know. So, um, us trying to create an impact, that itself is a big impactful thing, you know. Uh, it doesn't, uh, room was not built in a day, we always say that, but the same thing is we just... <laughs>
0: a small technical issue out there, we will hold
1: him for a second. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. I hope all of you heard that really, really well. Planet Earth, all of you followers, all of you viewers. I hope you really, really heard him right there. The fact that we want to make an impact itself is big, and let's all celebrate that. And let me move on. Um, I know a lot of people would have asked you about your whole um, inspirational. What, what what inspired you to become this person who wants to recycle, who wants to develop something sustainable, who wants to go to a circular economy, who wants to, you know, how should I put this, something like biomimicry? I, I, you know, that's that's the whole idea. I know, I know you you would have shared your story a lot of, a lot of places. But please give us a very small intro to all of that. I think
2: my journey started when I was ten years old, and uh, my favorite cartoon used to be Captain Planet and Dexter's Lab. So, these two cartoons kind of uh, be what I do today. Wow. Uh, trying to help my superhero which is captain planet and uh, having my own lab which is like dexter's lab so these two things constantly kept making me okay i want to do something like this uh, and the entire idea of saving the environment being helpful came from that uh, then eventually what happened was that at the age of 11 something very funny happened The uh, that got stuck on my pants uh, and i was trying to remove it with a piece of paper um uh, being me, uh, you know, I was a very curious person back then, and I'm still. I think probably still consider myself doing all sorts of crazy experiments. Uh, if you ask my family or anyone from my family, they will they will tell you that I still am the same person. Uh, so basically, what I did was is uh, I observed that people and chewing gum both had got really hardened up. So I went back home. Did the same experiment again. Uh so I even added my mom's talcum powder to it. Uh, just that was like initiation of the first experiment. So you can know how crazy it was uh, back then. Uh, it was never meant to be a brick. Uh, so this was during that same time. So probably I think uh, in in a month or so or during that same uh, same semester I learned about the word slums. Uh, and the negativity that surrounded it you know so uh, in the fashion of trying to help the uh, superhero I decided that okay you know what um, I'm gonna make world's cheapest house and change the word slum uh, and so everyone living in the slum will have this beautiful house made out of Lego because I thought that uh, houses are made out of Lego because that's all I knew how to make a house so I started making these uh, Lego bricks. Uh, that's how you know to make that house. I needed the bricks, uh, and that's how brick came into mind. And then eventually started learning about it. Um, and it was never. Uh, it was that was just the beginning uh, of failures. I always say that uh, because I failed several times. But I would. I would just say you know what. Uh, let me just try one more time you know like it will happen let, there were so many challenges trying to build that brick uh, it took me nearly almost 3 years uh, to derive to the final recipe that we have today so by the age of 14 i had the final commercially viable recipe uh, to build make these uh, bricks uh, but again uh, you know that was that was that time when i still needed to prove myself uh, so first, I made this this doll house uh, made from these bricks, uh, including the plaster and everything, and that was kind of the moment I said, you know what, now I'm gonna make an entire house. Uh, so then, in 2010, at age 16, uh, going against all the odds because uh, you know when. Back then there was no Swachh Bharat. Back then there was no uh, startup India or anything as such. Working yes, with waste uh, was considered a taboo because it was a whole different feel altogether. And if I'm saying that, you know, hey, I want to create this brick out of paper waste in Turingham, uh it was like, oh, you have gone crazy. And that exactly what happened. Uh, so basically, I started. Um, uh, so my first day at work kind of looked like um, in the backyard of a of a, of a parking lot of uh, people uh, next to a smelly gutter and that's that's how I started uh, making these bricks Uh, I didn't have enough money uh, to uh, make uh, higher labor uh, so uh, with uh, 1600 rupees in my pocket I would just make bricks every day myself uh, and it took me around 11 months to make uh, 3,000 bricks and that's how the first house was built
1: Oh my God! So, um, okay, let me just pause you there. Uh, I'm having a little mind blowing session right now in my brain, um, guys. You just hear all of that, like in a backyard, which is sixteen hundred rupees. Um, so I should like just give everyone a heads up here. This is how every single major exponential organization has been popped in the world, like even Apple. You know all of that, and this is this is him right here. You you have been making a lot of, you know, no, more than experiments. And I would say you're actually giving us a lot of answers to a lot of questions. And I should really thank you for that. And I should really thank your curiosity for that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, um, sir, so seriously, uh, you know, when you said about all these bricks, I should also thought, you know, I, I should mention to all the viewers who are, who are watching right now that you have been uh, creating uh, bricks out of TPO masks. You know, the masks that we throw every day, the ones, you know, the you know, the use and throw ones, the ones that have been polluting, so has been creating bricks out of them. So can you see the kind of uh, input that is like just a simple mask? So that's all it takes. And here we're, we're listening to stories of chewing gum becoming bricks. Wow. Oh my God, that so is amazing. I think I'll just move on to the next uh,
2: question. Uh, so brick 2.0 yes. actually is an updated version of the same brick that has. So the brick 2.0 also not just has PPE, but one of the ingredient is still a chewing gum. But I cannot say the rest of the But so that's oh. still a trade secret. So... <laughs> um, you
1: know, but yes, absolutely. Okay, uh, I think this, the secret is now sealed with all the viewers with right now. It's sealed, it's sealed, guys. No, nothing Nothing goes out here. That's it. Okay, now, um, so, um, I've also been reading a lot about and I looked through your entire Instagram pages and I also found this one particular bar where uh, you built a house for just 380 dollars.
2: There,
1: I don't think I can. I I don't think I can make a wardrobe out of three hundred and eighty dollars.
2: Well, that's that's that was my dream. Uh, that was a dream to make it, uh, and that's what I've been successfully able to make it so they very proud of that uh, that that's the reason why uh, the e-tech group stands strong today uh, we are way more than that now but the core ideology still stays the same of uh, being helpful creating cost-effective houses uh, for everyone in needs well that's amazing so,
1: and um we have a really serious question right now um the fact that our governments are constantly failing to you know properly manage the waste generated Do you think that uh, it's because of lack of capabilities at institutional levels or it's because of like something like public cooperation? Do you think the fault is in us or them or it's like mutual? I'll tell you
2: something.
1: We have faults in both of
2: us. I like to call that as a glass bottle syndrome. So basically, I'll I'll explain you in a very simple way. Milk bottle, let's let's say, uh, tomorrow we start uh, saying that, uh, so every stakeholder, first I'll explain the stakeholders in this entire cycle. It's the government. Uh, is the manufacturers, then the consumers, segregators and recyclers. So these are various stakeholders in this particular cycle that I'm going to mention about. So let's say the government decides that all the plastic bottles and everything, all the plastic milk bags, uh, etc. packs, everything is banned from tomorrow, uh, only the glass milk bottles are going to be available. So the moment this comes in, the manufacturers are going to say, okay, uh, we are right now charging for a liter, around 100 rupees. Now the prices are going to increase to 150 rupees because uh, you know the manufacturer is having a manufacturing. There are us as a stakeholders who have invested uh, into these companies, and they are in there to maintain uh, their business. So they are going to say, okay, we are ready to uh, adapt to the new laws. Uh, but this is what's going to happen. You know, it's going to increase. Uh, us uh, as consumers are gonna say okay great amazing Uh, this is a great step towards sustainability Uh, let's uh, we welcome it and we are gonna now start uh, using I mean taking milk in the uh, glass milk bottles and then once we use it we'll keep it outside uh, and that's how the cycle is gonna happen Uh, we and we are ready to pay 50 rupees more but it is just us what our consumers happen back is uh let's say one year we do that we are we are paying a bit more but someday if in the black market if any of this breaks a rule and decides that okay i'm gonna still have my milk uh, in a plastic uh, bottle or uh you know plastic thing uh some or the other way the gullible ones who are not much concerned towards environment but more towards the economic aspect of it trying to save money Uh, are gonna tend towards going there so the entire chain which we are trying to maintain made from the uh, consumer's perspective to the recyclers to the segregators to the government all this is gonna break and eventually it's never gonna happen so we all uh, it is no one's fault each and every one of us has a responsibility uh, and we all need to maintain that uh, and this is uh, also very important that we understand Uh, a lot of things that we consider as recyclable are not commercially recyclable so just understanding the definition is very important
1: yes i think we also had a few of our speakers saying that you know you think paper cups they're recyclable but they're actually not there's still plastic in them there's still a lot of things you really don't know and you just assume uh, i'm going to
2: ask you do you think paper is recyclable I don't think so yes it is not uh, so paper at your house I think so. <laughs> you can recycle you can upcycle it into uh, an artifact or something in your own house but the moment you give it to a radhiwala uh, he's gonna right. send it to a paper mill uh, where uh, only 40 percent of that paper which you're given is gonna become a brand new paper again rest just changes its name and becomes a waste in a landfill so technically it's, it's your your paper is not recyclable that's that's always I say it. Uh, So, paper may be recyclable, but paper is not commercially recyclable. So, there are two wide differences between these two terms Uh, and that's that's something we all need to understand uh, for us to start uh, innovating. That's why I always keep saying, you know, it's high time now we uh, not just uh, promote and propagate about sustainability, we also need to start taking steps. Towards executing, uh, and that starts with just understanding the real meaning of uh, recycling. So that's that's my uh, advice always to everyone. Thank
1: you, thank you so much for that advice. I hope everyone heard that as well. Um, well, I, I really think that we really underestimate a lot of things as well as overestimate them, and we really we really need to understand that we have responsibility in each and every one of our actions as well, even if it's very small. And I think you put that in a very great way, so Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that. Um, so, I uh, really want to ask you about your uh, EE tech eco economy, mm-hmm. uh, and um, how it is. How is it different from circular economy? I know we're all, wa- you know, we all want to go to the cycle where you know nothing is, uh, you know, waste. Nothing is waste. Everything goes back to a process. Correct but how is it different from the whole economy? Yeah, so uh, circular economy
2: basically circular economy and the e model are just the same they have, we have just modified it Uh, to make it much more relatable to what the processes we do. Uh, So, for example, uh, it starts with three, uh, it has three biggest biggest steps. One is identification. So, first we identify a specific problem or a specific waste that is being generated, may be from an industry, may be from your own house. So, we do an audit of it. So, let's say from your house there is clothes, there may be there is paper, uh, there is uh, plastic uh, plastic also is divided into uh, multi-layer plastic uh, pets you know so identifying what are the things that is coming up from your house uh, it's very important because uh, we cannot generalize stuff in a lot of time. that's one of the reason why a lot of our uh, waste ends up in the landfill because we ourselves don't know what are we throwing away uh, so that is Im- uh, then come
1: that is true irrigation yes, yeah.
2: So the second step is segregation, uh, where what we do is, is we specifically segregate stuff apart from the dry waste, dry waste and wet waste, uh, which we all know. Of. Uh, but once we identify a problem, let's let's just take your house example. If we say that your house has paper waste, your house has even coffee waste, your house has waste coming out. Uh, in terms of plastic so we will keep three bins that specifically mentioned that you will be throwing your waste in that particular bin uh, once it's full uh, we'll be collecting it through a system uh, and then it will be uh, the third step which will be eco processing uh, now this is where uh, what we consider as zero uh, discharge facilities uh, so any product that we make we assess it in three uh, steps Uh, and this is where it is a bit different from the circular economy but because what we are doing here is we are also bringing in triple bottom line uh, where uh, we assess a particular product whatever we make on uh, environmental impact uh, social impact and also commercial viability because it's very important if we cannot mass produce it we cannot uh, make it reach uh, at a much more affordable rate than the already available products in the market uh, it's not gonna uh, it's not gonna do any help because there is so much of waste uh, so much of quantum of waste that is available and uh, if we are not able to utilize a maximum of it in a very cost effective environmentally sustainable way uh, it's not gonna uh, help solve the problem so that is something we assess as well. So all those 150 products that i'm that we make out of around 70 different types of ways all of them have been assessed in these three uh, things so, yeah.
1: okay yes I think that's uh, I, you know that's a pretty much very elaborate process that goes in there but I think the impact you make is tremendous because you were just talking about how you create such products that you know that like economically you can use them You can literally use them. Anyone can use them. So I really want you guys to just, you know, uh, you know, he has a website. You can go in and you can look at all of those projects and all of the products he has created so far. And the... You should just realize that not every single thing is uh, about, um, you know, he, he started in a garage, guys, you heard it, he started in a garage and right now he is being recognized globally and if we don't realize that, um, I don't know what else we should do
2: in In fact, I'll show you something that is very interesting which you are working on, uh, if you can see it here. So, uh, I yes, would sir. I would let you guess at what this is made out of. Any guesses?
1: It looks like a terra, it looks like terracotta, but
2: um, uh, it's an actually a bowl uh, made out of coffee waste. Yes, yeah, so the waste that is generated out of uh, after you uh, from the coffee machines uh, after you make coffee, so that's that was a bowl made out of coffee waste.
1: I think it's the amount of every day you can actually make bowls out of them, and like okay. if you just yeah, like, yeah, count but... each and every coffee waste from each and every course, wow.
2: Yep, so that's. Well,
1: I've heard petroleum, I think I've heard biofuel from coffee waste, but this is the first time I'm actually uh, looking at a solid product out of coffee
2: waste. So, this is not coming up soon on Diwali, so they are, so watch out for it. Uh, It's a properly commercially developed product we are launching very soon, and they will be available everywhere. So, it's it's a product again out of waste for the people in need.
1: Wow, um, uh, I'm really seriously questioning my existence right now. <laughs> oh, oh my God! So uh, you know the impact and the products and everything. I couldn't be more to, you know, taken aback and impressed at the same time. Uh, thank you so much. Like this insight has made me realize that even I can create sustainable products, or even just like you know, reuse or even not use, just use sustainable products products that I can, uh, you know, work with instead of plastics and things that will hurt the environment, stuff like that and even, yeah, you guys, you should visit his website and look at all the products that he's offering you, probably you might find some pretty interesting things that you were probably trying to discover but um, best impact series so far for me, for me, I should really say well, I have one last question, um as a Recycle Man of India, what is your piece of advice to all the youth out there and can you please let us know if, uh, you know, how do you think these NGOs can contribute to the class?
2: so I Because we are all
1: small. We have so many NGOs. We've got coffee.
2: Yeah, I think absolutely. So I think the first thing I want to say is uh, only buy things that you need and not that you want. Uh, if you do this thing if you just follow this particular thing uh, a lot of your waste is not going to be a waste anymore because you're going to save a lot of things from becoming waste that's one of the the big advice i give uh, apart from that anyone who wants to uh, start anything uh, I would always say a simple formula. So, number one, observe. Observe a problem around you. Uh, number two is uh, fail. Failure is the key to understanding uh, what and how not to do things. Uh, and then third is learn. Learn from your failures, learn from the things you have observed. And the fourth is solve. Uh, once you have failed, once you learn from that, all these things, uh, solve the problem that you have observed or learned from. Uh, what you have failed. So these are the four things that I uh, usually tell everyone to uh, follow uh, for a startup or any kind of idea you have. And al- always assess yourself on triple bottom line, as I mentioned social impact, environment impact, and uh, economic impact all three things balanced out no one can be above the other it has to be in a complete balance uh so that's that's a way and for all the NGOs out there we are always open for collaboration so send in your uh, way how we can collaborate and we can do things uh, we are always open for that. In fact, uh, we have a decentralized process. So we, instead of having one food factory, we have multiple uh, factories uh, out there where we make these products out of place. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, 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 something that's very special right now, this is uh, we run women empowerment centers and our latest center is going to be uh, from a red light zone uh, where uh, all the past sex workers are now going to be women entrepreneurs making our products. So, absolutely, that's good. Thank so, you. That is something really, I can't about. It. So.
0: Oh,
1: my goodness. Uh, I, so, uh, you guys, you. I hope you can hear everything he says, and I hope you really did hear all of that. Uh, just simply he put it all in four words and as far as for NGOs, uh, anyone even individual projects you can just bring it up to them and uh, you know, you're just talking to the recycled man of India and I'm pretty sure he'd be very very interested to listen to you if you really want to contribute to making the earth more livable and more breathable and more happier yep, I, think, uh,
2: just, I just don't have, have that DM me. so whoever has a, a proposal just write it down and
1: Sure. and i think a lot of people ask in the comments how uh you know they could read about the product like you the, know the, you were talking about the lot of processes involved how they could read up on them so uh is, does your website hold details for that as well uh, along with the unfortunately, projects
2: we do not put a lot of content out there on the website uh but uh, they can definitely write okay. what is their purpose about uh, knowing it and probably someone from the team can get back to them about with more details on the specificity of the processes so think that that may that may help them
1: so guys worry not sir has a website sir has an instagram account he has a facebook account he has a linkedin account and you can all just ping him up and he's waiting there for all of you to show your interest uh and I think uh, by far I've never seen someone who has actually created a greater impact and not just by self but by creating more examples and you, you've you tremendously gone beyond water sir. I really don't have words for all the things you've done, uh, not only for us but for the earth as well. And uh, I should really thank your curiosity for that, amen to that. <laughs> but, um, uh, thank you, sir. And I really want to just finish with uh, you giving us your, uh, you know, your famous quote and that I kept reading all the time. Can you please? Yes.
2: So there is nothing useless in this world. What can be a waste to you is someone's asset. So um, that's 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 what we all need to follow in life. That's
1: what. We- Thank you. We're very, very
0: honored to have you here and to present to you. Um, uh, once again, thank you for for joining our call. We are very honored to have you over here. So, in the comment section, we actually have a few questions. So, for students who are really interested to work with Beni uh, Sir, you can actually contact him on LinkedIn. So, you can give him your proposals. You can give him your ideas, and he'll be very happy to take them forward. And then for people uh, who are not able to find his profile on LinkedIn, you can always contact the blog of Indian Inspiration and we'll send your ideas to him via our website. So you can also go check out the recycle.bin.io for more details about him and the works he has done so far. So he's really he's really called as a, a recycle man of India, so you can you can really go check out his Works, his profiles, his um, fame he had got so far. So, thank you once again, sir, for joining our call. We are really pleasured to have you here. And moreover, in India, it's like 2 7 a.m. in the morning, but then for him, it's like around. Uh, 6 30 p.m. Because the, he's living in California right now. So it's kind of time warping between us and him, but still, he managed to uh, join the call. I'm really thankful for that. So, thank you so much, sir, uh, for taking your time and joining the call. So, I think um, that's it we have for today. If you really have any other questions, you can post it on the Quora blog. And I can see another question on the comment uh yes yes you can always uh reach out to him on linkedin or facebook he's every he's uh, actually having a lot of social media so you can reach out to him anywhere or you can even reach out uh dakota blog and we'll inform him about your ideas so he's open to more creative ideas in sustainability and um recycling so you can always uh, give your innovative ideas to him so that he can take it forward so that's it for today guys so i'll see you in the next audio session And thank you so much for listening. So I'll see you soon. Thank you.